plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. If you're in the Port Marnock area, swing by the White Sands Hotel, pop into the Oasis Bar, which is just below our uh, studios here. Uh, you can have a bite to eat at any time of the night or day. Uh, great bar staff, great bars, uh, great bar, and well worth a visit. And the White Sands Hotel has carvery on a Sunday, so what more would you ask for? So uh, pop into the White Sands Hotel if you are in this neck of the woods. So what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter? A large protest was held in Ross Gray in County Tipperary uh, last night outside the town's Garda station, uh, with women saying that they do not feel safe in the town after news of an alleged incident involving a, wom- a woman and her uh, children. Videos were uh, posted online last night from the town. And basically, one of the uh, people who spoke at the protest outlined how women in the town and women in Ireland just do not feel safe anymore because of the huge influx of uh, refugees into this country. Have a listen to what this woman said last night. I was hoping that we'd have more people here tonight, actually, to tell you the truth, to stand in solidarity with each and every woman of our Osprey who's after having some sort of uh, run-in or has been followed or intimidated, frightened, terrified to walk the streets, terrified to walk bypass, to go for a run. To think that somebody could walk into a girl's home last night in front of two of her small kids is an absolute disgrace. And I think it's until the streets are blocked in Ross Gray, the streets are blocked in Dublin maybe, if that's what it takes, that we're going to be listening to. But I think we need to start standing up, making noise, and let's be heard for once, because 20 years we've been forgotten about All right, so that was the lady speaking at that protest outside the Garda station in uh, Ross Cray. It's a common theme. It's a theme that we have heard a lot over the last uh, year or two, that women do not feel safe on the streets of Ireland anymore because of the large influx of uh, refugees and asylum seekers. And we want to find out, is she right in what she's saying? That women are fearful, uh, that they're afraid to go for a walk, to go for a run. If you live near anywhere that houses asylum seekers, is that how you feel? 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Joey, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Joey? Good afternoon, Adrian. You good? Uh, good, thanks, Joey. Not a bother. Um, what do you make of, of what that woman was saying? And she's basically speaking on behalf of, or claims to be speaking on behalf of women in Ireland generally. Well, obviously she is because you've seen many protests over the many, well, the past year or two of residents concerning their concern, voicing their concerns. And you know that because you've been speaking about yourself. I've actually got videos myself, even from Kirby, from my own town, yeah, of a migrant approaching a young girl in a uniform asking for the telephone number. So I've got other videos where the men expose themselves to ladies in the house, to a lady in the house, and a man exposed himself to the window. I have plenty of videos and everything like that. I'd be more than happy to share it to, to you. Um, but you know, everyone like the, what they're scared, like they are scared. And it's been going on for the past two years or more. So, Okay, so do you believe, and this is a genuine question, do you believe that our streets are more unsafe now for women in Ireland than they were before we had the large influx of asylum seekers and refugees? Yeah, I do. And if, if that's not just my opinion, if you look at see your courts and go to your courts and have a look at your courts and stuff like that, go to your police stations and get the, the information off them, then you'll see yourself how many cases are happening compared to 10 years ago. Okay, but you could also argue... It's not just Ireland, though. What I was about to say to you is, um, yes, if you want to pull out foreign names out of uh, courts, you will find them, uh, but you'll also find a lot of Irish names as well. There's a difference between Irish as well, and if you want to go into sex offenders and stuff like that, right, or paedophilia. Paedophilia is paedophiles in, like, the say Irish and English and stuff like that, mainly target the like the own people, like the families and stuff like that, and it's one on one. You find more of the foreign nationals attacking in groups 
that day is a big difference for the first start, like I mean. So where where are these attacks and groups happening, Joey? So you, you can look at England for a start, anyway. Over no, the no, past where, where, years, where, but we're in Ireland. No, forget about England. We're in Ireland here. I don't know. I'm saying like if you go to the courts, you just said that if you go to the courts and you pull out the names, you can pull out the Irish names as well. I'm saying the difference between the ones between Irish names and the ones between the foreign names. There's a difference. No, I don't. I don't understand the difference. I, I, I'm I'm arguing that yes, of course, you will see in the courts some foreigners, uh, but you'll see uh, just as many, if not more, Irish people uh, appearing in our courts. That's what I'm saying. Have you been to your courts recently? Uh, you're, you're, you're basically trying to claim that all serious crimes are being conducted by uh, foreigners, no, and that's not, not true. Just, not, 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 not just all serious crimes, though. M- many, pe- many petty crimes as well. Many petty crimes. If you go into the courts today, like, guarantee you now you would see more non-Irish than Irish people in them courts. And you've been there yourself, have you? You've been inside the courtroom. Well, unfortunately, I was up in court, in, I think it was just before Christmas Day, and I do have to make another appearance in March. So again, I can report on I can take a little tally down if you want me to. I can do a little survey and I can mark them down for you if you want me to as well. Like. Okay, and what did you witness the day you were in court? Then I, I see more foreign nationals than what there was Irish. And again, I'm not, and again, I'm a foreign national if you want to say that as well. No, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that, and, <laughs> and you are. But again, Joe, you see, I, I, I believe a lot of uh, this is scaremongering to try and make. But, uh, but it's, not, it's not scaremongering. With, if, you, if you look, if you look at uh, all statistics, yeah, if you look at Germany's reports, Ireland is a few years behind Germany in terms of immigration. And that you look at Germany and you look at France and you look at England and Sweden. Sweden and that you look at all them and, and, and see the comparison. Ireland's only a few years behind them. So you believe that Ireland is a less safe place on our streets now than it was in the past because of yeah. foreign nationals? Yeah. Now that yeah. is, I just want to step in here, Joey. That that's fair enough that you're saying that is an opinion, not a fact. Okay, so there's a difference between an opinion. Well, I, 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 again, again, well, no, no, I've got thirty seconds. My young teacher, me, me, okay, no, 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 I guarantee you now that what I'm saying is true. All right, Joey. Thanks very much indeed. 085-825-2626 is our uh, WhatsApp number. Again, he's, he's a, uh, like you said, it's, it's an, an opinion. opinion. Yeah. No, it is an opinion. You cannot state something. No. I've I've no reason not to believe him, but like, well, I don't believe that he was sitting in the court all day taking down names with a pad and stuff like that. You don't want to have a lot of time in your hands now to be sitting in the courts. Fourteen percent of of women in Ireland, yeah, have experienced domestic abuse. Fourteen percent that that is a huge, huge number. Now, if you're to believe Joey, the, the all the perpetrators of domestic violence are foreign men. Now, that is not true. no, it's not true. That Absolutely is not true. Not true. Because all, over the years. All the women that we have spoken to uh, on our shows, our radio shows and podcasts who have been victims of domestic abuse have all been at the hands of Irish men. I don't care. A scumbag is a scumbag as far as I'm concerned, yeah? Uh, a man who attacks a woman is a scumbag, regardless of race, creed or colour. Okay, but all of the protests, as you know, over the last uh, number of years, I think about out in Ballybrack, uh, in Ross Cray, uh, in Finglas, various different places that there have been protests over yeah. the last year or two about foreign nationals, some seekers being housed. It's all to do with the safety of women okay. and children. That's what they're protesting. Okay, well, let's, well, let's run down, let's run the gauntlet now today. Let's, let's put, put your money where your mouth is, to those of you listening to this podcast live, yeah? Put your money where your mouth is. If you're to believe what Joey is saying, yeah, and every woman in Ireland, which is not true because I've asked my female friends or, and female family members, none of them feel any differently at the moment. Um, so we're putting it out to you because according to Joey, every single woman in Ireland feels unsafe at the, at the moment. I want to hear from a woman that feels unsafe because I want, there's no point in just saying... I don't feel safe in Ireland anymore. Why don't you feel unsafe? If I said, if I came on the podcast, okay, I'm going to come on the podcast now and I'm going to say something. I feel unsafe walking up Sheriff Street. I feel unsafe walking up Sheriff Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be the first thing you'd say to me? Why? Yeah. Why? Has, has, has something happened? Has something happened? Why do you feel unsafe? I would have to then produce evidence to say, well, the reason I feel unsafe uh, is because, uh, oh, your man on Facebook put up a post and said that uh, people are being shot in Sheriff Street at the moment. Is that true? You need, I need hard evidence. So if we're to believe what uh, some members of the far right are saying, that, uh, I heard another fella earlier on, 
uh, wrote a post on Facebook and he was going on about our kids aren't safe, our wives aren't safe, our women aren't safe, we need to do rise up, rise up, rise up. Where is the evidence of this? If someone can, I'm kind of old school. When someone tells me something, I want to hear evidence, yeah? And I'm not saying I don't believe women. I, I absolutely do. But I want to hear, there's no point in just coming on and saying I don't feel safe in Ireland anymore. Yeah, I want to know why. Okay, 0858252626 is our uh, WhatsApp number if you would like to get involved in this. Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? What's the story, Dave? Well, Dave, what, what's your uh, view on this? Well, yeah, I was going to pull you up on something there. Uh, you mentioned there about the, the protests in Ross Gray and... Um, you were trying to say that they're all just about, you know, people banging on about their women and children. Um, that clip you played at the start was due to a guy allegedly coming into a woman's house and exposed himself to her. And allegedly. Again, and alleged, uh, yep. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. That. Yeah. Allegedly he was um, being housed in that hotel. And she has a video of it because, and the reason it hasn't shared yet, is, um, what's well, called, is because a report we made to the guards and, you know, you, you know the legal ins and outs better than I do. But what I want to say the protesting Ross Gray. Uh, uh, just, just, sorry, just to confirm that the Guardian and Ross Gray have confirmed that they are investigating an incident. That's all they've said, though. They haven't gone into any more detail yeah. than that. And until more information comes out, we'll just take it at face value. But anyway, the point I was just trying to make was, um, there's been very little about this, our women and children stuff, because the women and children stuff usually comes from the same fucking gobshite you see in a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. The, the problems with Ross Gray was there are more IPAs in Ross Gray, in the one town of Ross Gray, than there are in the whole of the county of Kilkenny. So the whole thing behind Ross Gray, it isn't that we don't want asylum seekers, it's that they don't have the infrastructure to deal with the people who are already there and they're having more people dumped on top of them so it's not this you know our women and children are going to be raped shit they're just they've done and they feel like they've done enough and they don't have service mind you Dave the the rhetoric that I heard from uh, that woman at that protest last night was we don't feel safe we don't feel safe yeah right? and yeah but come here listen when, when people are being outright ignored right by the powers that be when like they were promised extra money, they were promised extra nurses, extra guards from the town. They've yet to get them. They've yet to get any of the promises that the, the government made. When people start like feel like they're being ignored, you have people like that who stand up. They're able to spin the air and like human beings get us on mass and whip a bit of fear into us, you know. And particularly when it comes to our women and children, people will turn to a person like that because the people who are in charge and the people who are, you know, here to, to, who are supposed to have your best interests uh, at heart are completely ignoring you. And then when you, you know, you, when you mention that you're, you know, you're, you're not happy about the situation or, you know, you're worried about dumping an extra 300 people on top of town that's already burst on seams, then, you know, the media then are immediately calling everybody racist. I'm not saying you've done it now, but I'm just saying like that is the general narrative. If you have an issue with immigration, okay, yeah, but, uh, you uh, must be a Okay, my, my question today is, after listening to that woman from Ross Gray, are women uh, feeling more unsafe on the streets of Ireland now as a direct result of the influx of refugees and asylum seekers? That's the question, and that's the answer I'm looking for. There's, prob- there's probably the perception that they are. And you know what? We're new to this whole mass in mig- uh, migration thing. So only time will tell. But you're talking about facts earlier on, right? We'll, we'll bring in facts. And before you say they're different countries, it, do- it doesn't matter. Facts are facts. Like, look at Germany and New Year's Eve a couple of years ago when they brought in a million people. Look at um, other countries. Like, there's the BBC World Service have done wonderful documentaries about people coming from Africa and the Middle East and stuff like that. And a lot of them have tried to integrate, but they said they have had a lot of problems with young men and their approach to women, okay? And this isn't a racist thing. This isn't a I hate brown people thing. It's a cultural thing. A lot of these guys, like we're not, you know, not every one of them is a brain surgeon or a scientist. You know, you could be getting your genres from the Middle East or whatever. Like, you know, there are bad people living everywhere. And a lot of these guys do come from countries where culturally women are second-class citizens. And there is evidence there to show that when you have a lot of migration from certain parts of the world, these are problems you will encounter because these are the problems that happen in the countries that these people leave. I'm not saying that everyone who comes in here seeking international protection is, you know, is going to 
we like that. But at the same time, you bring in a large influx of people and you don't know a single thing about them because, again, evidence has shown 75% of the people that came in last year didn't have a single bit of documentation. No, this but is the sorry, thing that people sorry, did. Yeah, sorry, Dave, for coming across you. There is a narrative going on out there, and you've seen it as well on social media, where people are portraying uh, immigrants that come into the country as savages, that they come from countries where women are literally raped walking down the street in, in broad daylight, and that these, these immigrants coming into the country have no value they have no moral compass, they treat women like shit, and our women are not safe. They're literally people daily putting out that narrative that every single... Of course you are, right. yeah, and it is, it is disgraceful. Yeah, but at the same time, like, people are going to latch on to this kind of stuff because of the way everything is going at the moment. Because the, the, the people in charge aren't doing their jobs. There's a serious dereliction of duty there. We are taking in way too many people. There's... Like, imagine like you're someone who's like like a genuine person, right? Because a lot of these people are probably economic migrants. And you know what? I don't fucking blame them. If I was living in their country and I saw a country like Ireland, I'd do the exact same thing that they're doing. Any one of us would. And anybody says otherwise is just lying to the fucking and you're all, uh, the all, all we have to do is look at the the volume of Irish people heading to places like Australia over the last year or two in, in their tens of thousands. So we do the exact yeah, same thing. you know, and that's another symptom of how broken this country is at the moment because I know a lot of people going to Australia and they're not going because they want to go for the good life. They're going because they don't see a future in their own country. They don't see the prospect of home ownership. You know, they don't want to work in a country where if you make a few pounds of tax plan, you know, absolutely just destroys your wages. Like, this, this country is in trouble. And this is just one symptom of a lot of problems they have going on. And you're going to have bad actors out there who are going to jump on this stuff and they're going to jump on the bandwagon because a lot of people, unlike maybe myself or yourselves, who will really dig down and look into these things, look, you know, look into other countries where they've had, you know, like issues like we're having now. Most people are going to read something on Facebook and believe it verbatim. I mean, I saw a video from one of these. Okay, this this is the worry. And in fact, I'm about to read a message out. Actually, I'll read it right now, uh, Dave, that just came in to us from a lady called Rebecca. This is the other side of this coin here, okay? And she says, um, please don't say my name. Uh, Can't come on because I don't want to be recognised. Me and my partner, now get a load of this, Dave. Me and my partner were in Ross Cray not so long ago. He's foreign. And the amount of looks we got was shocking. I don't think people can tell the difference. They think all foreign people are bad and are refugees. My partner has worked hard and paid taxes in this country. All this scaremongering on social media. Have people forgotten about the Irish criminals, people like Larry Murphy? It, it, so basically, this guy in Ross Cray in the last few weeks got stared out of it because he was a foreigner. Now, that's just not good enough. It's not good enough. But again, like you see, this is, this is where the problem lies. People are at either other shorts. People are saying, you know, oh, you're a racist. And other people are like, oh, you're a lefty who's for open borders. Our anger is being misdirected. It's the state are the ones who are causing these issues. Like, first of all, we are taking in too many people. And like, yes, you can say this country won't house 10 million people. I don't think anybody would like to live in the conditions those people lived in back then. But at the same time, we do not have the infrastructure to deal with such an influx. Like we were talking earlier on about like people leaving the country. Most, a lot of, a good proportion of people who qualify as a GP are leaving the country. I'm living in rural Ireland right now and I'm telling you right now that it is damn near impossible. If you were to move down to where I'm living now, you wouldn't be able to get an office. Not that you'd have to, you'd probably have to drive to like, oh, no, Dave, to like Dave, or somewhere. Okay, Dave, with the greatest respect, that's not the issue. We discussed this last week myself and Katie about, you know, what's that breaking point. This is about women. No, but it is. No, 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 it's, no, no, Jeremy, no, 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 no it's about women no, saying they're feeling no, safe. No, 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 no. It is. No, no that, one second. Sorry, those no, women. No, one second. Dave, no, Dave those women second, were not. Jeremy, can I make my point? Go on. Jeremy, let me make my point, right? I, I, I listen to you talk about this sometimes. I feel like pulling my hair out. You are making this way too simplistic. It is not a simple thing of saying people are feeling unsafe because of social media. It is, it's a massive, multifaceted problem. It goes from everything to housing, to school, and to healthcare, to lack of infrastructure. That protest last night. That protest last night was about women saying they don't feel safe. I can't hear both of you. I can't hear both of you. Will you let me finish making my point, please? What I'm saying is all these things are being funneled into the narrative of 
the reason we don't have these things right now is because of foreigners. This is the point I'm trying to make. They're all interconnected. And the people who are putting out all this stuff out there that are saying foreigners are the cause of all your problems are using all this. They're hijacking all these things that we have going on now. And then they're using the anger and the and fear and, that and, have. and Dave, isn't that exactly why we're having this conversation? I want to know whether or not women do feel more unsafe now, and if so, why? That's all I'm trying to really find out. In fact, in just a moment, I'm going to be talking to a woman who believes that um, it's a little bit of an overreaction. I'll be talking to her in just a second. But before that, Keith is... A little bit angry. Jeremy always has a head in himself with things like this. So can he look up the crime statistics since these uh, foreigners start coming in? Now, we always hear about the crime statistics often when it comes down to Irish or Canada youth wearing fucking youths hanging around shops. But can he actually get the statistics on crime since all these migrants start coming in just over a year ago? Also, that thing that happened down in Ross Craig, the, your man breaking into your woman's house and flashing, flashing himself and all well there's lefties out there saying nah that doesn't happen well it does happen it does happen and they're gonna break into one of the wrong people's fucking houses and that's when they be fucking dealt with it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy Looking for a new job in 2024? Recruit.ie, leaders in the recruitment industry and frontrunners of all the jobs expos nationwide are excited to launch their newest jobs board. A fantastic platform to bring companies and skilled workers together. With a huge amount of job vacancies, it's the best place to find that perfect job that suits your needs. Simply visit Recruit.ie to upload your CV and apply free of charge. Companies wishing to advertise their job vacancies can contact Brona at Recruit.ie directly. Find your dream job today at Recruit.ie. Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? Grand. Jesus, everyone is a very pissed off over there. <laughs> very dramatic. It is all very dramatic today. Dara, you, uh, your reaction to the likes of that rally last night where a woman was addressing the crowd in Ross Grey saying that they're representing uh, women who no longer feel safe to go for a walk, uh, to go for a run. They just don't feel safe anymore because of the influx of uh, asylum seekers into their town. Can you understand that? No. <laughs> I think it's just an excuse to be quite honest with you. I think people are pissed off with, you know, the amount, as as the last caller was saying, of people being let into Ireland. And they're using that as an excuse to say, oh, we don't feel safe. There's too many. That's bullshit. I mean, maybe I'm just completely ignorant, but like I've never felt unsafe walking down the street. And I've certainly never looked at a bunch of foreign men and thought, oh, God, I feel so unsafe now just by virtue of them being foreign. Um, absolutely not. I feel more intimidated by the scumbags walking around Dublin one, um, you know, that are fighting and taking drugs and stuff that like I would never I just don't understand that. I think it's just an excuse because they're pissed off at the problem and they're saying that they don't feel safe. I've never felt unsafe by just looking. At uh, do you some do you live near somewhere that there are a lot of um, asylum seekers being housed? Like they're they're not too near, no. But like I've been to areas where there is, and I mean I've I've worked in Dublin basically all my life, and I've walked around you know Dublin one, and I've I've seen everything, but I've never felt at all vulnerable or unsafe. Um, obviously I don't live in the likes of Ross Cray, um, where there's like a whole, you know where there's loads of them. But I mean I just think that's xenophobic as well. Like it's like literally a fear of foreigners. You can't just be afraid of someone because of where they're from. Do you know, it's, that it's is like the, that, that, that is the that is the narrative that uh, we're hearing. That woman addressing the crowd last night uh, outside the Garda station in Ross Cray was saying because of an alleged incident in the town, um, and again it is only alleged at this moment because of an alleged incident in the town, uh, women do not feel safe anymore. That was what she said, uh, and it's all to do with foreigners. I mean, again, I think that you just you, they're they're only scapegoating. I think foreigners. I think they, like you said, they're not looking at like the likes of the Irish criminals. And what your the first caller was saying that um, he sees only foreigners in the court. I mean, that's completely factually incorrect. Um, I've been to court many times. It's all true last year, and literally ninety percent of people there were Irish scumbags, not foreigners. Like a few foreigners, but mainly Irish scumbags. So I think people are totally ignoring their own issues and scapegoating it on basically foreigners in the country. I just don't think it's fair. Okay, so 
as far as you're concerned then, uh, when women like that are speaking at a rally in front of other women and being cheered on that they feel unsafe, uh, what are you saying? It's all in their head. Not in their head, but I'd say that a lot of people at that protest probably jumping on that that kind of bandwagon of like, okay, this is the narrative we're going with now. But I guarantee, like, I I mean, I can't speak for every woman, of course. I'm sure there is women that feel more vulnerable than others in general, walking down the street, whether that's true, you know, late at night with Irish men around or foreigners. But I don't think you can just pinpoint it on, you know, because there's foreigners around. I mean, that's just racist and xenophobic. Okay, so as a woman, uh, you don't feel any more unsafe on the streets of Ireland now than you did before we had a large influx of um, refugees and asylum seekers? Not in the slightest. Stay there for one second, Dara, if you can, please. Let me go to Emma. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Emma? Good, lads. How are you? Uh, good, Emma. We're asking, as a woman, do you feel less safe on Ireland's streets now than you would before uh, we had an influx of asylum seekers and refugees? Um, honestly, not particularly now. I think I felt the same as before. I've always probably been a bit more cautious uh, going around at night time and stuff anyway, but no, I don't feel any different than before. And when you hear people saying that, well, actually, no, the streets are more unsafe. They uh, they believe they have all sorts of statistics to back up their, like that first caller, all sorts of statistics to back up their belief. Um, you, is this scaremongering? Absolutely, I think so. Like, I was in the city centre on Friday night and waiting at the news, and a big fight broke out because a drug deal went wrong and um, the lad was left short money, and it was all Irish. All of them? All of them. I sent you the picture in there, you can see clearly. They're all Irish. And uh, okay, so you would be, you would have been much more intimidated by that group of Irish people than uh, any group of uh, foreign nationals that you may have come across. Absolutely, like I was standing at the news with loads of foreigners, and I didn't even blink, and then that broke out, and it was all Irish. So I'm just reading. I'm just looking at the uh, the photograph that you uh, sent us. I'm looking at it right now. And you said uh, you said in your message, I felt unsafe in Ireland Friday night when I was uh, waiting for the Lewis, and there was a massive drug deal going on. All Irish, about thirty drug addicts getting drugs off some lad. Um, was left short of some money, so a fight broke out. Uh, then I also felt unsafe on the Lewis coming home when four young Irish scumbags racially abused a Chinese family and were threatening them. Yeah, yeah. I got it on the news and I probably opened a group of teenagers got on and a Chinese family that had I'd say the child was five or six started mimicking their accent, racially abusing them trying to go back to their own country they're not wanted here and these had kids that like <laughs> I don't want this country to come to school. Okay, so again, as a woman about town, you don't feel uh, unsafe because of uh, foreigners on our streets. You feel unsafe because of Irish scumbags on our streets. Yep, 100%. I think there like a lot of foreigners going around I've never had a problem with. I've never had anything. But every time you go into town, there's some junkie coming up to you, asking for money, falling around, shouting at you, and then fights breaking out. Every time I've seen a fight, it's been all Irish. Now, the thing, Emma, and this, this just proves where we're at in this country, if you posted that story on social media about what you witnessed on the Lewis on Friday night, yeah? if you posted that on, mm-hmm. on Twitter today, you, nobody would, would interact. But if you posted that same story on Twitter and said they were all f- imports, because that's the words that the far right mm-hmm. used, they, the imports or plantations or whatever yeah. they call them, that would be shared by all the, 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 the far right on social media only ever post stories when it's foreign nationals involved. You know, an Irishman, an Irishman could literally go into a shopping centre this evening with a baseball bat and beat up six people and the far right would not comment on it. But if he had brown skin, they would be all over it like a rat on a drain pipe. That's the, that's the fact of the matter. Christmas Eve is the perfect example. So. Let me read a message, though. Uh, so you don't feel any more unsafe. Well, let me read a message from Debbie that came into us a few minutes ago, and it says, I can't come on, but I'm in my late 40s and never felt unsafe until last year when I was attacked in the early evening on my way home from work by two men of Middle Eastern origin. Fortunately, a taxi driver stopped and the cowards ran. Uh, I can't go into too much detail as the court case is coming up soon. Women are not safe anymore, says Debbie. Well, no, Debbie, De- Debbie can't speak for all women. Well, no, she, but she, she no, has no, made no, that no, statement. No, women is is every woman. Uh, sorry, Emma, you're a woman, aren't you? The last time you looked. Yeah, last time I checked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Emma, she doesn't speak for Emma. Emma has said. In fact, the last two female callers have said, "I, I don't feel any different." So you can, Debbie, you can't speak for all women. 
No, I think women in general, to be honest, walk around at night time, look over their shoulder in general, but I'm not looking over going, oh, Jesus, he's a foreigner, I better be careful. Yeah, no, I, I, here I, I, I'm a man no and I look, what, right? I'm a man and I look over my shoulder when I'm walking around town. Always. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it's a racist thing. All right, Emma. It's good to talk to you. Care, Thanks very bring much indeed for uh, sharing your story with us. Let me uh, bring in Patrick on this. Since when has it been safe to walk up Sheriff Street? There's nothing new about that. About it being unsafe. I used to do drive do deliveries around Sheriff Street, driving a lorry. I used to deliver coconut to takeaways. And uh, you'd see all the drug dealers hanging around outside the door of the takeaways. Don't know what they were at, I suppose they were making their deals, but it's never been safe to deliver around Sheriff Street, so that's just nonsense. That's just these people who are racists just using the, that as an excuse to somehow make that it's magically been, it's magically now unsafe to walk up Sheriff Street. It can't come on, but anyway, just thought I'd leave that message. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Looking for a new job in 2024? Recruit.ie, leaders in the recruitment industry and frontrunners of all the jobs expos nationwide are excited to launch their newest jobs board. A fantastic platform to bring companies and skilled workers together. With a huge amount of job vacancies, it's the best place to find that perfect job that suits your needs. Simply visit Recruit.ie to upload your CV and apply free of charge. Companies wishing to advertise their job vacancies can contact Brona at Recruit.ie directly. Find your dream job today at Recruit.ie. Now, Darren is angry. And I'm sick of people comparing people. I wish you were going to Australia and this economic migrant situation. Get your fucking head out of your arse. It's completely different. We're going over to work. These are coming over here not to work, but to claim money off us. Get a grip. He is angry, actually. <laughs> Jay, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jay? Afternoon, Adrian. Afternoon, Jeremy. Now, Jay, what did you want to say on this? It's a bit ironic you two sitting there talking about this. You live in Dublin where an influx of two to three hundred into Dublin you wouldn't notice. But you go down the country and go into some of these small rural villages and you will notice a difference. And I'm not saying every single woman in the country feels unsafe, but a lot of them do now in small rural villages. Okay, I've, you I've, must I've, remember, I've, I've, no, can I just, you let me finish. You must remember, most of our villages don't have a, a guard station or they only open a couple of hours. Now, we've already had two lads removed from our village for Proposition Girls. And I seen one of them with my own bare eyes, the guards going in and taking them out. A lot of women are, are, are afraid because we both know that their, their culture does not respect women, okay? We know that, right? A lot of Middle Eastern cultures do not have the same respect for women as we would. Now, and to say about Irish scumbags, we all know we have Irish scumbags. They were born here. We can trace them back to the houses. Somebody jumps off a plane with no documentation, commits a crime. How are we going to find them? Like, we don't have fingerprints for them. They're not on the system yet. So it's, men can sit here all day and say, you, you know, you're talking show, you don't feel safe. But we're not women. We're not the ones being approached by these Sorry, men. Jay, I, I have numbers. to take you to task on one of the things you said, but you, you, just a blanket statement of they don't respect women. Who's they? A lot, a lot of the Muslim religions don't, okay? They have, a, they have a two-tier two system in their countries. Men are forced and women are second. Well, so you might... me, if you're going to sit there, uh, come here, I have a neighbour who's from one of their countries. Okay, and you can see it in them. Okay, the woman, the women are completely covered up from head to toe. His own daughters are completely covered up. That's his religion. I respect his religion. So, men, men, me. so if, you, if, you knew, if you knew anything about Islam, men do not force women to wear the burqa or the hijab. Uh, come on, they, they, listen. They, I'm not, not going to debate that religion. Well, then, well, right. not that religion, our religion, is never ever matched. It's never mixed. That's why there's trouble in the Middle East. It's all over religion. Actually, it's not really skin color. Most of this is religious. If you think about what's going on, most well, of it is religious. Well, my neighbours who are Pakistani and the, the husband in the family uh, who lived down the end of the road, he would take grave exception to you saying he doesn't respect his wife. Well, the one that right man, next door to me, the man. one right next door to me is completely different. The one right next door to me is completely different to the one next door to Andy, you. Andy, but I'm not Andy, saying Andy, I don't feel safe. I'm saying it's ironic that us men are sitting here trying to tell women they should not feel unsafe in their own country. That's what I'm having 
no, no, no. Hang on for a second, Jay. The last two callers we've had were women. We had Dara. Yeah. We had Emma. Both and women of, should debate this. On. Men shouldn't be debating hang this. On. Yeah, but both this of, is a woman's problem. Both of these women said, no, they don't feel any more unsafe. And, and in fact, okay. they feel and more and unsafe. And is there no one woman there? Sorry, is there no women there getting on to say they do feel unsafe? Or is it all just women getting on to say they don't, they, you know, they feel, they don't feel any different? Because I said, it's a woman's problem. I'm not being approached by them. I'm not being asked for phone numbers. I'm not a schoolgirl getting off a school bus and being approached by them in a little country village. Okay, as I said, it's different for people in Dublin. So you don't really okay. notice them. Okay, but so come into a little village yeah, down the country, me, Jeremy. Let me ask you a question then. If we, we take your, your, your reasoning here that Middle Eastern men have no respect for women, why do women, young Irish women, women of all ages, why do they all flock to Turkey for their holidays? I don't know, Jeremy. You'd want no, to ask them. No, but that's an honest question. Want to, I don't know what's going through. I'm just saying it's no, ironic that there's a bunch of men. I'm saying it's ironic there's a bunch of men okay. living in Dublin who are trying but, but, to tell women who live down the country that they shouldn't feel okay, unsafe, that there's 300 men hanging around the why, village. Okay, why do... Like, that's stupid. But why do Irish women then flock? The two places that Irish women I flock to... I don't know, Jeremy. Ask them. Well, no, ask I'm asking them. you. One of my daughters have ever went, I'm why are you asking me what goes through an Irish woman's head? Okay, you don't get more Middle East than Dubai. Dubai is a in fact, right in the middle of the Middle Never East. Been, yeah. yeah, and they only started letting women drive last year. Okay, no, women had to see. No, that, women that was, in them countries can't Saudi go Arabia. away without a man. That was Saudi, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Whatever. They're all What's the same, them countries. So why? So why? why I have, Come here. The middle, the middle no. East and us don't get on. They, they, they never have. Well, throughout Jesus. history, okay? You, you, you throughout oh history, the Christians and the Muslims have never got well, on. Want, uh, is that a fact or is that not Well, you'd want to say that to the 10,000 plus Irish people living in Dubai at the moment who are... Why? Because they've moved over. Just come here. Uh, yeah, and look how they live over there. They're, they have to live under certain rules and conditions over they, there, okay? Sorry, myself and Asian have a no, very... No, they do. They do. Have a look where they live. Have they're not allowed to okay, drink outside. Okay, they're not allowed Jesus public Christ. shows of affection. Myself Are they allowed public shows of affection? No, not really, no. Myself and... Okay. No, they're not. Okay, any Irish person living in Dubai, Jay... We're not talking about there. We're not no, talking about over there. We're talking you about here. We are talking about why women in this country, some women in this country feel unsafe. That's what we're talking about. Not about but the you, Middle East, okay? And the reason is, let's the stop. reason is you change the demographic to any any small town or village and you put an influx of any race of men. You put 250, any race of men, into a small village, the people of that village, especially the females, are going to get nervous. Especially when you find out that more than 75% of them enter the country with no documentation. We really haven't a clue who they are. Well, I tell you, I'm going to... Myself and Adrian have a mutual friend who lives in Dubai and is having the, li- the life of Riley. Can you go to a mutual friend in Dubai and ask him, can he live the same life with his partner as you can live over here? Well, it's a, it's he a, can't. He can't walk out there with his arm around his wife and kiss her. First of all, it's okay, a Okay, there's a, a chance he'll get arrested. It's a woman. First of all, it's a woman. It doesn't matter, though. They're not allowed public displays of affection in these countries. You're not allowed to drink outside shows. the resorts. But there's shows. international oh, quarters. Gosh, Jay, there's Jay. international quarters in these countries where they're allowed to be free. But, but you step outside them, you're yeah. under Islamic okay. law and the Sharia law. By the way, Jeremy, he's 100% why? right. That's not the argument here. The argument is why do tens of thousands of Irish people choose to move to places like Dubai? Because they earn money tax free. You're going to lose me now, lads. That's, they they move to Dubai to earn tax free money. That's but why. It's such and it's a, decent if it's money. Such a and they live place. in complexes with no. all Westerners. Having said that, my wife refused. No, I wouldn't go to Dubai. My wife refuses to go to Dubai, to Dubai on holidays. I, I asked her five years ago, would you go to Dubai? Because I heard great things about it. And she mm-hmm. said, I won't go to Dubai. And I said, why? And she said, well, I won't go to any country where I'm treated like a second class citizen. But it seems to be all, every, sinking, every second influencer goes to Dubai. Yeah, and, because and, they stay in complexes. They're not mixing with the locals. Why, why would you go to I'll give you an example of something that happened in Dubai, okay? We did this boat trip uh, up and down uh, the river in Dubai, yeah? Yeah. There's three of us on the boat. Two you, weren't, you weren't allowed to drink alcohol, that hurt you, your feelings. No, 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 no. We were allowed to drink alcohol on yeah. the boat, yeah? Your wife wasn't. And myself and my brother-in-law were standing on the of the boat having our uh, can of beer. Yes, yeah, yep. lovely, yeah. And the boat passed by us and the people looked at us mm, with a bit of contempt. Oh, God, you got looked at with contempt. Then my wife stood up and had a can of beer in her hand and they all started booing and hissing and nearly yeah. throwing things at us. Rightfully so. What do you mean, rightfully so? Rightfully so. What sort of fucking shit is that? No, it's rightfully so. Right, rightfully so that a woman can't have a drink. No, why? Sorry. If you get a fucking no, grip of yourself, okay, you fool. All, listen to you. Why, why did she go to a country where she knew... That but this is exactly your no, wife's no, no. point. Dogs. She's a second-class citizen. Dogs on the street. Okay, no. so to go back to Jay's point, 
it's very difficult to blend people from such different cultures. What? Okay, and again, you, you, you. When Donald Trump became president of America, you took the stand. I remember you ripped up your passport and said, "I'm not going to America." I didn't go to America. Trump. You didn't. Yeah, you went to Dubai and then give out because they have different rules to here. That that's what pisses me off about people. No, no, no. And here's the point that Jay is trying to make: that there is this feeling that uh, people from backgrounds, um, from Muslim backgrounds, who deal with things differently. I'm not disagreeing with you. My wife, before she met me, she said she went to Kusadasi with, with, her, with her girlfriends one year on the holidays and she couldn't wait to get out of it because she said the men were coming up, touching her, uh, leering at her, making hor- horrible comments. And my argument was, don't go back then. But why do women go to, to Turkey every year? I don't know. In their droves. In their droves. Let me go to uh, Natalie. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. How are you? Sorry, there's killings here today. <laughs> Uh, Natalie, yeah, I can hear. the question that we're asking is, do you feel more unsafe on the streets of Ireland than you did 10 years ago before we had a massive influx of uh, asylum seekers? Yeah, absolutely I do. 100% I do. And there's so many reasons around that. There's a lot of reasons around that. There is, the crime rate has gone up, and I'm talking specifically from refugees alone. And it's been ignored, and it's not being listened to. And they, there are facts out there around that. And if people actually sat down and done their homework, they would see that. But what's happening is Irish people are putting their blindfolds on. The people that are far left and people that are for refugees are putting their blindfolds on and ignoring it. And the government are keeping hush on it, which okay, really so, so, so answer, Okay, answer me a question then. Why do you feel more unsafe now than you would have 10 years ago, let's say? Well, it's the level of crime that's involved. So whether you want to believe this or not, they're vicious, vicious assaults, vicious assaults, vicious, vicious rape. They're, they're on another level, they are. Absolute another level, they are. And it's very worrying and it's very fearful. And I'm a mother and I can tell you now, I am extremely worried for my daughter, for her future or grandchildren, whatever, for any woman out there, right? And I do agree a little, a little now, not fully, but a little around the sense of religion as well. Because, you know, you're bringing all these refugees in. They, they have their own religion. They have their own beliefs, you know? And there are, whether you want to, whether you want to admit to it or not, there are men who believe women should be seen, not heard, that they, they are there to serve a purpose, that they can take what they want, that that's what women are there for. They come from countries that have that. This is not our country. Our country's not like that. But yet we're taking all these men in and this is what's happening. And it, it, it's just shocking and it's very upsetting that it's constantly being ignored. And especially the government as well. I'm extremely angry with the government over this. And I'm extremely angry with being called racist and being called far right. And who, who's called you both those names, can I ask you? Well, I, you know, you see things coming up on Facebook, I would make a comment. And I never mention anything racist. I never mention anything about skin colour, about, you know, where they're from or anything like that. I've always commented on facts, right, around rape around sexual assault of the women from refugees, around the harassment, but, right? But hang on, sorry and for going to confuse you. people are jumping down my throat but no, saying you're racist. No, but a rape is a rape and it's the most disgusting, heinous crime that can be carried out, regardless of who the perpetrator of the rape is. Tens of thousands, in fact, where you live, I can guarantee you now there are rapists living where you live, Irish rapists, by the way, uh, who've either never, Absolutely. who've never been convicted because the woman never pressed charges or they, or they were brought to court. It's a very hard uh, crime to, to prove. Rape is absolutely disgusting. But it doesn't, it's, it's irrelevant who the perpetrator is and what colour of skin the perpetrator has. A rape is a rape. Well, actually, rape. I, I disagree with you. Well, I no. disagree with you. It is, it is relevant, and I'll tell you well, why. So, but that's like before, saying that. But that's like saying that. Before we had massive influx of male refugees coming into this country, yes, there are Irish ways of paedophiles and mother. Of course there is. There is there. Like, any country couldn't even get a grip on them. We couldn't even get a grip so on are you, them. So are you saying but that... Are you, are, are you saying that... Right? of extra men into the country. Let's add them all in. Now, if you've actually sat down and done your homework, right, if you look at all the court cases that have been done and the amount of foreign refugees that have been up and called over sexual abuse over rape, it's absolutely damaged. Oh, okay, first of all, in a rape trial, you don't get those details. So there's no document somewhere that says Mohammed Al-Kennedy of... Uh 
I hope there's nobody called up anyway. Mohammed Al Kennedy from uh, Crumlin was done for sexual assault. So you've no, you've not got statistics on where people come from from rape because rape uh, cases happen in camera. They happen in a closed court. So there's no way I can't go down to the courts. And no, s- don't, what? Don't hold on a minute. Well, that's right. the truth. So, that's uh, the truth. You can't. Well, uh, hang on for one second, Natalie. Rape cases uh, don't happen. Uh, in he is right in what he said. You do not get the name of a rapist when the rapist is uh, convicted. It just isn't published. That's oh, just oh, the way yeah, the Irish victim. law operates. Unless the victim so was. if you're hearing about all of these rapes, you're hearing it anecdotally. You're hearing it through the grapevine. I'm hearing it through newspapers. Well, no, newspapers, N- newspapers aren't, aren't naming rapists. That doesn't happen. Unless oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't, unless the... Their name is a... No, unless the... Natalie, they don't name rapists from rape trials. They don't. It is against the law. Hang on for one second. I just just want to clarify this. I want to clarify this. A sexual assault or a rape case in front of the Irish courts, the assailant isn't named to protect the identity of the victim. And that is the way it is. And if you remember the rape... Hang on for one second. Just listen to me for a second. Now, listen to me. Listen to me for a second. Murder was not named. Is that what you're telling me? His name wasn't put out there. That wasn't a rape case. That was a murder case. That was a murder case. Yeah, that was a murder, right? So I have a load of rape cases here. That where they were named? Where they were named? Not in court. They weren't, or not in a newspaper. They weren't. The only, the only way a. And I, I want to give an example. Yes. The uh, the rugby player rape case uh, a couple of years ago was held in Belfast. Yeah? Yes. All of those uh, rugby players were named. Had that exact same case been held in Dublin, they would not have been named. No, this are. is the point I'm trying to make to you, Natalie. A rapist is not named publicly out of a court case. But as well, Natalie, you were saying that there's a difference between a rape that's committed by a foreign national and an Irish person. There absolutely isn't. A rape is a rape. A rape is disgusting. No, a rape is a rape. I just feel that there's more... I'm trying to look for the right word here now, carefully. No, but you won't. Okay, well, let me me say, are you trying to say that since the influx of uh, foreign nationals into the country, that uh, rape cases have soared? Is that what you're trying to say, that there's a lot more sexual assaults? Yeah. And do you have the stats to back that up? From the rape crisis yeah. center. From the rape crisis center. I can center. send them to you. I'll send them to you. Well, I, I look forward to receiving all of that information because this information is impossible to get from from the courts. You can get it by rumour, all right. right? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll send it to you in WhatsApp, right? Yeah. I have it all here in front of me. Okay, good. All right? I can't wait to read it. I just it. want to say something as well. I don't, you know, there are far right out there. And I don't believe, I, there is a lot of misinformation around refugees as well. That's, mm-hmm. that's a given. I just far right, just far left, but there's people in the centre. And what's happening is the people in the centre are unfortunately getting caught up. Because but that, the problem is people in the centre have genuine concern and they're not being heard. And the government okay, needs... Uh, uh, but, but, okay, but the, the, the worry is, and I, I understand the concern. I understand the concern in places like Ross Cray with a huge influx of uh, foreign nationals. I get that. I completely and utterly understand it. The question that I've been asking today is uh, do women in general feel less safe now because there are so many uh, foreign nationals in our country and your answer is yes okay it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy Looking for a new job in 2024? Recruit.ie, leaders in the recruitment industry and frontrunners of all the jobs expos nationwide are excited to launch their newest jobs board. A fantastic platform to bring companies and skilled workers together. With a huge amount of job vacancies, it's the best place to find that perfect job that suits your needs. Simply visit Recruit.ie to upload your CV and apply free of charge. Companies wishing to advertise their job vacancies can contact Brona at Recruit.ie directly. Find your dream job today at Recruit.ie. Anthony, you're on Opinions Matter, Anthony. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good, thank you. What did you want to say? Well, those women who are at that protest, they probably feel unsafe due to all the misinformation that's being put up on social media by elements of the far right that immigrants are attacking women, wanting to their children. That's all being done to make people hate on immigrants. It's happened in other countries in Europe due to this misinformation from the far right. It's happened in Sweden, in the UK, in France, in Germany. And that woman who was on, she was ignore she was ignoring the facts that you were saying that they don't have this information for those court cases. Yeah, she just trying try to make those claims. 
it just shows that people are just listening to this misinformation. Okay, but but the it, truth. Okay, if if um, women are feeling more unsafe now, we have to recognise that fact and accept and accept it and deal with it. But it's due to misinformation from the far right. So more needs to be done about that. To counter that. Yes. Actual facts and make sure all this misinformation being put up there, something is dealt with. The government should be demanding that sites like Twitter and Facebook that they do something about all this misinformation. We get that damn Elon Musk to start doing something about this shit. Okay, but uh, like we, you just heard a lady there a moment ago uh, who, in answer to my question, she does feel less safe. But Are she you- was also ignoring the facts that you were saying. And the facts of the matter are, uh, are and I'll reiterate, in Irish uh, courts, um, rape cases are held in camera, which means that they are not reported on. They uh, will be reported on in a vague way, but nobody will be identified as a result of uh, a rape case in Ireland. Unlike the rugby players case in Belfast, different jurisdiction, and they were all named. Had that case happened in Dublin, they would never have been named. Anyway, thank you very much indeed, Anthony. I just want to squeeze in uh, one final WhatsApp voice note from Neve. Lads, did you not have um, somebody on the po- on the podcast last year, some stage in the summertime? And it was about, it was around the time where um, the, you know, the, the, the hotels and stuff are saying like, you know, there, there's no more space or whatever, or they have to go. Um, and they were being moved to another part of Ireland and the lads weren't happy that they were being moved. Um, and your man, you asked your man, or somebody asked him on the show, what, why did he leave his country? He was from Egypt and it's not a war-torn country. And he said that if he went back to his country, he would be arrested. So for stuff that he, for some sort of gang that he's in. So this is what, this is what people are afraid about. This is what people are, are worried about. Um, we have a, a, something going up in Nice. I'll send you on the pictures in a couple of minutes. We have something going up in Nice um, soon, and it's supposed to house so many hundred um, immigrants or whatever. And um, it's it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. All right, and one final message from Robbie. I think the reason a lot of women don't feel unsafe is they're seeing on social media an awful lot of these people who are looking to roil up hate against foreign nationals as you pointed out the likes of Larry Murphy he was as Irish as the rest of us you know so we had a scary amount of people in Ireland long before any foreigners are to come in alright Robbie thanks very much indeed uh, for your message and thank you uh, all of you for your messages lively conversation sorry just for people who are sending us in um, uh, information in different court cases and everything can I just clarify that a rapist can be named if the victim is prepared to waive her anonymity, okay? So if you look at the Belfast case again, the victim in that case didn't waive her anonymity, the alleged, and the lads were the alleged victim, victim yeah. um, uh, didn't waive her anonymity, and they were still named. That doesn't happen here. So if a rape victim is prepared to uh, waive her anonymity, then a rapist can be but as, uh, named. But as well, I find it sick that we're even comparing rapes carried out by foreign nationals as opposed to Irish people. I have to say this again, and I can't say this, stress this enough. A rape is the most disgusting crime that somebody can commit, regardless of what nationality the perpetrator is. Would you agree? Absolutely. And if, if you're stupid and naive, if you're stupid and naive enough to be, to believe that there were no sexual assaults in Ireland before the borders were opened, as as they say. Get on to the Brave Crisis Centre because they'll give you some, some statistics. Myself and Adrian have been doing these type of shows for years and we can tell you, sexual assaults always existed. In fact, on yesterday's podcast, uh, an alleged sexual assault in Crumlin, what nationality were the two young fellas? They were all Irish. Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll get a notification each and every time we upload a new episode, which we do most weekday afternoons. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I'm Adrian, he's Jeremy, and we will catch you on the next edition of Opinions Matter. See you then.